0: Welcome, everybody, to the J.K. Sports Podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Kyle. Welcome. Happy 2023, um, J.K. Sports fans. Happy 2023.
1: We're off to a great start this year. Are we
0: not? Yeah. It's, uh, well, depends. I mean, sports-wise, for our teams, no.
1: Right. But just life in general, yeah. It's a good start. We had some bizarre injuries, though, to start with. Here. We had DeMar Hamlin, that story. He's yeah. left the hospital now, though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Jeremy Renner getting run over by a tractor snowblower thing. That was I didn't pretty know. intense.
0: Wait, I didn't know about the Jeremy
1: Renner. Oh, it happened the same night as, uh, or maybe a day before DeMar Hamlin? Oh, yeah. He was helping a family member get out of the snow. He's an actor, right? Yeah, he's an actor. He was the guy in the, the bomb movie... He was a uh, in Avenger, Jimmy Renner. Come on, the Ben Affleck movie. He's
0: with in the Ben uh, Brothers, or no uh, Italian job, or no, no. something. The I don't town. Know. The town. The town. That's it's yeah.
1: called. No, yeah. what what was the bomb movie where he dressed up in the bomb suit in the army and had to defuse all the bombs? It was super intense.
0: The, when you think of army movies, I don't know why I thought of Polly Shore in the Army now. <laughs> one of the best movies of all time.
1: Well, I, that's that's a bold statement. Best comedies. But another bold statement <laughs> anytime. Polly Shore is involved. I wouldn't say it's the best anything, unless it's a goofy movie.
0: A goofy Polly Shore in a goofy movie is one of the best characters no doubt. that he has played.
1: Oh, or anybody <laughs> It's his best character. He was great in Son-in-Law, don't get me wrong, but a Goofy movie, hands It's the Leaning
0: Tower of Jesus.
1: <laughs> Man, that is good cinema. It just, and it still holds today, you know? Kids can watch it today, just as good.
0: I, I wouldn't, you know, Kyle, at our, our or my older age these days, I would not have a problem watching a Goof* sitting down. The nice cocktail and watching a goofy movie. I'm sorry. I'm not above you, that.
1: You, you're. It <clears> sounds <throat> like you're making an assumption I have not recently. Oh, you have? Well, of course. I have kids. They yeah. like Disney movies. A goofy movie is obviously in the rotation. Well, see, when the car
0: like... breaks down, it's just like... Psh.
1: Do you know what I watched <laughs> before I came over here? This is a true story. Okay. You, you have to guess, though. One of the greater... It's a real-life Disney sports movie. It has to be a top three. Oh, um, Brink. Oh, I guess I don't consider Johnny it a Tsunami movie. that is not not an original Disney Channel movie. Oh. A, uh, so no, it's it's older than Brink. Is it about rollerblades? It's not. It's about a, a winter Olympic sport. Oh, cool runnings! Cool runnings! Man, it is good. It, those, it still fires you up. It does. I, I get teary-eyed. When they crash at the end and carry the bobsled down, oh, my God. i got a little, you know, waterworks. John going. Goodman?
0: Is it John Goodman? No. no, John
1: Candy. John Candy. John Candy. That's right. Yep. John Candy's the coach. He got busted for putting weights at the front of the sled. Yeah, it's, man, real rags-to-riches story.
0: They don't make them like they used to anymore. No,
1: they really don't. They really I don't. mean, that's
0: a great start if you recently have watched Cool Runnings.
1: Yeah. No, I'm fired up, man. The national Championship game's on. Cool running's got me warmed <coughs> up.
0: Yeah, uh, Georgia's back in the National Championship against TCU. Looked like it was going to be a blowout to start, but TCU has scored. But I have, a, I don't know where Georgia is right now, but it looks like they're probably close to scoring.
1: Yeah, I've got to assume Georgia kind of runs away with this thing. I, I hope not. I want the Horned Frogs to win this thing, but Georgia's good, man.
0: I mean, yeah, sadly, I really thought this was Michigan's year, um, and that was really surprising what happened, um, wide open touchdown there for Georgia, but, uh, what happened against TCU, that was kind of a, a shocker, and then especially with Ohio State playing so good against Georgia,
1: yeah,
0: um, I don't know. I, but, I don't know what the thing anymore about college football.
1: Those semifinal games were awesome because typically, though, that first weekend of games historically have not been very good. Right. Just not real competitive. I mean, it always. I seem like every year, or I feel like every year, it seems like it comes down to two teams. Um, you know, this year was great. I mean, it was super entertaining. Came down to the wire both games. I I love to see it, and and. Not to mention, both the teams that lost were in the Big Ten. True. I, True. It kind of made me happy. <clears throat> um,
0: so, yeah, we're going to live in a world of uh, Georgia winning back-to-back national championships. It's going to be uh,
1: oof. Yeah, I think it's pretty inevitable that this is happening. And, yes, that does not bode well for many of the other SEC teams, especially the Gators.
0: Yeah, so uh, recruiting season is kind of underway. You just had early signing period. I think Gators finished with the number 10 class or 8 class, whatever.
1: It's a top 10 class. Yeah, it's not a, top a top 10, top 10 five class, class.
0: Not a top 5 class. Um, portal season is underway. Mm-hmm. A lot of people getting portal. Um, Miami didn't even make a bowl, and they uh, landed a uh, top 3 class. Top yeah. 5. Yeah, yeah. Top five class. Um, FSU does not even have a top 10 class after their great year. Um, But they are getting a lot of people in the portal. and have a lot of players coming back next year. Um, So Florida gets Graham Mertz as quarterback, which is... um,
1: The most vanilla move ever.
0: Yeah, his um, stats don't look great. Um, The only positives you could say is he had three different offensive coordinators at Wisconsin. They're a just-run-the-ball kind of offense. I I don't don't know. Uh, There's not a lot of positives there. I don't know football, so maybe they...
1: uh, There there are no positives. The the only positive is you're getting somebody who has a bunch of starts under his belt, I guess. It's not some dynamic playmaker that's going to come in and change the look of the team and the franchise. I mean, that's just, it's somebody, it's a stable, like, hey, he's probably not going to, like, screw it up completely. But you're not going to lean on him to win games. So I hope we have a really good rushing offense next year.
0: Or maybe he's, you know, there for four or six games while they get the other quarterback, freshman quarterback, Jaden Rashada, who was the top, I don't know fifty player twelve hundred player yeah. um and maybe he starts as a freshman, right I, I totally mean, agree like I, that.
1: but I, if that's the case, honestly, I think you just let him play though I mean, I think it's all or nothing like what's the point you know what what are we what are you playing for I mean, if you're not gonna go to Atlanta, why not just play the freshman the whole time
0: as a... <clears throat> i've never I never played football though, right? But I'm curious what your thoughts would be as a recruit though, would you say I've been put in a bad position though? Is there any of like the you know they're they're setting me up like the equivalent of tanking in the NFL right? Sure. or like the Jeff Saturday where they put him in Indiana like is there any of that, and then that screws up relationships for future quarterbacks that they want to come or not or? So any I, think, of stuff. I
1: I don't know. I mean, I think athletes at who are playing at that level, you know, a, a top tier Division One level, they're there to play. They're not. Their mindset is they can play now, whether they're ready or not. Right. They think they can, and they're there to play. They're not there to learn. I mean, ninety nine percent of the players. They don't care.
0: We didn't come like, here to a school. We no, came here to play football.
1: No, and they didn't go there to sit a couple games behind some stable, <laughs> you know, fifth year senior and learn the offense. That's that's not why they. So no, I don't think that's it. Will whomever it is, struggle the first couple games probably. You know, regardless of who the freshman is, but that's growing pains. I think there's no better experience than actually game time. Uh, not with a headset on on the sidelines.
0: So you don't buy into the quarterbacks are fragile. You know, you got to keep their confidence up. If they, you know, you put them in early. I mean, the first game is Utah, right? And and they have, they do, who just won the Pac-12 Conference top 10
1: team, probably. Who we just beat this year, though.
0: With a first-rounder quarterback.
1: Well... Okay. I don't, I mean, yes, sure. That, that's fine. And that's, that's a fair statement, but it's not like own. AR had a ton of start, you know, and a bunch of experience under his correct belt. So, you know, I don't know. And, and I think you have a more stabilized team too. keep in mind, you know, the the team at the beginning of the year, you're inheriting a mess, right? It's very unstable. The coach had just left um i I don't know i I would say it's a more stable team to start next year it, i It has to be a better team. It can't be worse, and if it is worse, we definitely have the wrong guy. so no i I think you I think you stick with your guy. who is gonna be the future? who's gonna start all year long if it if the Wisconsin dude comes in and is solid and he gives you your best chance of winning at the end of the year against FSU when it's game 12, then yes, play them. But if that's not the case, move on.
0: Or what if it's Jack
1: Miller? I mean, I guess it could be, right? He looked like absolute stinky dumpster fire garbage in the bowl. Is that the worst bowl game you've ever seen? From from the Gators? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I've seen some bad bowl games. That has to have been the worst. Yeah, 100%. I I don't even know. The only thing I can compare it to is the national championship game against Nebraska. I've never seen a beatdown like that before, but at least that was a national championship game.
0: I'll say I know which one it reminded me of. Um, McIlwain's first year 2015 against Michigan. Yeah. I think we scored one touchdown on like a fake play. Yeah. yeah, that I mean that was the only one we scored one touchdown there, and this one we had to kick a field goal to keep the streak going. Yeah, at the end of the game. At the end of the game.
1: Yeah, I know, man. I I just that was so bad. And now I take it with a grain of salt. Bowl games, unless it's a top tier bowl game, you know you, the seniors leave. You got players transferring. You got them declaring for the draft. You're they're, we're playing second and third stringers. So I get it. But still, that was horrific.
0: So what do you think of the, uh, the Gators, where they are overall right now for football? Where, where do you stand right now with Florida football? What are your thoughts, feelings?
1: If, if I felt <laughs> not much better than I did at the end of last year, I don't feel any more confident and I do. I mean, so we. What, what do we finish the year at? Seven and six, or no, six and s- seven. Six and seven. Six and seven. So yeah. So under five hundred, we finished the regular season at five hundred. That's not great. We lost games we shouldn't have. We probably won one game we shouldn't have, but it. We weren't impressive. The end of the year was terrible. Absolutely awful. Our recruiting class is fine. It's good. It's not going to compete with Georgia. We're not going to compete with Alabama. We're probably not going to compete with LSU now that they have a legit. As much as I hate Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. he's a really, really good coach and proved that this year. <clears throat> so I I don't know. I mean, what are so we're still going to be what second level SEC?
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> we have the best recruiting class since Urban Meyer, with the amount of forget the rankings the average stars and all that like we have pretty much all four stars right, right? like one couple five one five star I think, but pretty much all four stars like it wasn't a lack of quality where some pro- programs is like you get two five stars one four star and you just fill out the class with a bunch of three stars and guys who may or may not pay them out so it's like Kind right. of weirdly waited. Right. So we do have, we're do we recruiting really one of, in the best, better than for a first year, full year, Napier has recruited better than any of the predecessors since Urban. Right. The problem is it's still not good enough to get us to the Urban level <laughs> right. or competing for SEC championships. And that's, I think, where I'm the most disappointed, right? Like I was hoping we could hit a splash and, and go right away. Um I do think that Nil is is creeping up and I know we've talked about it. U f has to go all in and say, are we a football school? are I mean, right now you could you know everybody jokes Florida's the everything school. Right. They're the everything that doesn't create revenue school. yes, all the sports that win national championships are good don't create any revenue for the school.
1: correct. yeah. Cost money.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, no slide to gymnastics. I love good Gator Gymnastics. I'll cheer for them, by the way. They did a great job. I think highest score ever in Florida gymnastics history. This past Friday in the opener, Kyle, just letting you know. Um, But gymnastics, track, um, swimming, like tennis, they're doing great in those. Those don't produce any money to school. Basketball, football, and maybe baseball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I but not I don't...
0: But nowhere near... I wouldn't even think half of what any basketball or football produce.
1: No, I, I don't even... I think baseball costs them money, too, actually. I think football and basketball are the only revenue generators.
0: Yeah, so those two are not... The revenue generator sports where it's tough times for the Gators. Yeah. So... I just think we gotta decide: Are we all in on the sports, on the revenue-generating sports, or not? What is our plan? Let's collectively get together for this NIL and figure out how we're paying. Because right now, the NIL was name, image, likeness. Right, a player can make money based off his name, image, likeness. Everybody knows Cam Newen. I'm, I'm gonna sign autographs. Right, I'm gonna do this. That's fine. What it's end up being is pay for play. And kids now are just saying, Oh, let's um, let me talk to these boosters and and or this Dodge shop here in Gainesville and say, How much will you give me for my name age, and like that? This, cool, I'm gonna enter the portal and now when I go to the school, you have to match this offer, fifty thousand dollars that this, you know, vehicle company's giving me or dealership if you want me to go to your school. Right that's pay for play. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Right, cuz and now the boosters are getting together and trying to do all this stuff and that. Like that's ridiculous. And I get it. There that's a whole new world that um the the administration, I don't blame Napier, and administration has to say what are we going to do about it and are we legit trying to have a good football team or just not really care and, and trying to do it the old way? Because that causes friction. I don't know what the right answer is, but it causes friction in the locker room, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've got, what was it, Quinn um, Ewers? Was that the guy from Texas?
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: Yeah. Um, the guy, million dollars, right? Other guys getting million dollars NIL. Just, let's just pick offensive linemen. If offensive lineman comes in, high school kid, and gets $500,000 because he's number one recruit in the nation or the best offensive tackle, And now you've got like a a second-team All-SEC guy there making five grand. Do you think he's going to play harder? (laughs) Like you've got locker room issues unless you as a coach, which in football you have to treat everybody the same and say nobody's bigger than the game, nobody's bigger than this. Well, when you put that NIL stuff in there, you're basically saying, yes, you're worth more, this is worth more. This guy, even though he hasn't ever played, has more potential – Blah, blah, blah. And I guess as a coach, you you really have to, like, shut that down quick. So, which goes back to NCAA or somebody come in and make a rule and say, you're all getting paid this. Right. Right, like the, the same amount. I, I don't know, but Miami's killing us on this. I mean, A&M did it, but they have the most transfer portal people there. But it's legit happening, and people are entering – and figuring out they can get more money or they're not being valued at the school.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah, I think there's two different issues here. I think, number one, yes, the NCAA needs to figure out the NIL thing because it, the, the intentions were never for it to occur with recruits <clears throat> and bringing kids to the school. It was a name-image likeness. Once you get to the school, the schools are profiting off of you, so you share a little bit of that profit with the athlete itself. Great. In theory, that makes a lot of sense. Well, now it's turned into the wild, wild west, and you can just pay whomever you want, whenever you want, however you want. So anybody you're trying to recruit, just pay them a little bit more money than the other guy. They'll come there, which that's, you know, I think that will change. I, I think it has to change. Right. Um, but the reality is, is that is the reality right now. And Florida does not, they don't swim in those waters right now. And we've traded text and talked about it in groups and stuff. And, you know, Strickland was there to, you know, increase the money raised and to improve the facilities at UF because college, the last, we'll call it probably 20 years, became an arms race for facilities. And UF was way behind way behind. That was not something that the administration cared about or put a focus on before. Uh, it was starting to cost him. He came in, raised a bunch of money, improved all the facilities, raised a ton of money. Good job. That You did what you're supposed to do. Well, now the arms race is the NIL stuff. So they need somebody to come in <clears throat> who knows how to manage that. Or quite honestly, maybe turn a blind eye to it and just say, whatever, like boosters, you guys do legally what you need to do to get them in. And, you or know, not legally. I, I don't care. Well, right? just, Georgia and
0: Alabama aren't doing huge NIL deals and doing us stuff. Like, I get it. Miami and A&M are. And, like, you know, they have this powerful people, oil money, beach money, whatever, in Miami. Um, and, and they're doing that stuff and, and signing kids to a lot of NIL deals. But – Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State aren't doing that. But the thing is, they're so relevant. They've been relevant for these kids now.
1: Correct. They grew are up They're 18 watching years
0: them. old, right? So mm-hmm. that would have been, what, 2004, mm-hmm. right? That they're born? So, I mean.
1: Yeah, so they start remembering games in, as soon as Alabama started their run, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: a kid is 10 years old. So that's 2014. That's when Ohio State and Urban won their first na- – the CFP started in t- 2014. Correct. And Urban Meyer won the first one with Ohio State. Right. right? And then you have Clemson, Ohio State, and now all this yeah. stuff. So these kids don't rem- – they were two, four years old when Tebow mania happened.
1: Right. And, <laughs> and, and, and I would no, argue that that's a big reason Clemson is starting to fall off because, you know, Dava is so – I guess we don't have to get into it, but well, and he's so like, quote unquote, we're going to do it by the book and very religious and whatever, which is great. That's fine. But that's not going to win you national championships, not in today's world, not in this environment. So that's not what's going to bring in the best athletes. Um,
0: Everybody had boosters that were taking care of players before, right? Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, all of them did it. They have a good system, and the boosters do whatever. They turn a blind eye, and it worked. UF, I'm not saying UF did or didn't do it, whatever, but they were getting recruits, right? If we're not relevant anymore, <laughs> and the like, these kids don't remember when Florida was good, we need to do, like, you have to spend money, and you have to change something, and I, I think we still have too many boosters, unfortunately, that think... We're going to win with Adam. We're Florida. We're this. Right. Here's the thing. You're not a top. As a diehard Gator fan, we're not a top five historical college football program. Yeah. I can we, name five. Like, no, let's course. go Ohio State, Notre Dame, um, USC, Alabama, Michigan, USC, Michigan, yeah.
1: Michigan. Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Of national powerhouses. So we have to take a look and say, what do we want to be? Yeah. We're yeah. still a strong brand, yeah. but we're really falling off of that.
1: I agree, I, and I think for a while every year we're falling further and further away from where we need to be. Now, I do think, I mean, you look at schools that can make a run without a you know top ten class, and I, for instance, Tennessee, right, yeah. TCU, right now, um, you know, there, there's a lot of examples of you can see uh, USC. Even yeah, where you know all it takes is one good year from the coach, and then that just creates the momentum that's needed. I mean, TCU's already bringing in a bunch of transfers. USC's obviously killing it. Uh, Tennessee's improved drastically. You just get the right coach in place, and you know then you create that momentum. But that's my concern with Napier. Like, you know, did he come in with a great team? No, he didn't. Could he have done better than six and seven? Absolutely. Like, nine wins this year, if you are that good of a coach, that is easily attainable. Maybe not easily, but it's attainable. I mean, when you think about the losses that we had, let's take the bowl game out of it. So six and six, there's... To me, we could have won nine games. So, I don't know. So, he's okay, so he's got this good recruiting class, a great recruiting class, not elite, but great. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to do something with it. And in today's world with the transfers, like there's no reason you shouldn't be able to get people to come in and play immediately. Hell, I mean, we had a first team all American. That was a transfer this year.
0: Yeah. I, I guess my, my thing with the transfer is that's not how you get sustained success. The, the transfer portal. No, but right. it's a
1: quick way to build momentum. I agree with you totally, but it to fill a void and to stabilize I mean we we're just talking about the quarterback. Like if it's if you need to stabilize a position for a short period of time, that's where the transfers help.
0: I, I'm I'm a little gun shy on, on agreeing that because I, I think that's what happened with Dan Mullen. He got a lot of transfer guys quickly yeah. Grimes, all, you know, Van Jefferson.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. They were impact players and we were, we we're rolling 2018, 2019, 2020 went to the SEC championship game. Right. Right. And it just fell apart. Yeah. Really quickly because there was nothing else there. There was no culture. There's no this. And now the mess. Well, is, he, didn't is didn't where recruit, we are.
1: he didn't recruit in the meantime. Correct. You have to be able to, you yes, have to have a balance. To be clear. Yes. You have to be able to, you can't, just get transfers you have to get i i think the transfers are great like i said to fill a specific void they're not there to build a program around i sure. totally agree with you you have to be able to do both um and so i mean but that's what i'm saying. like it, there are coaches who haven't figured out like what why why can't the gators do that i i mean easy for me to say i get it but it just seems like we're so far behind in so many different aspects. Like it's not just one thing. It's from a recruiting standpoint. It's from a it's it was from a facilities standpoint. Now it's an NIL standpoint, and then you know the transfers and just I mean, you could even argue in game <coughs> coaching.
0: Yeah, uh, I will say I'm curious to see Florida State because going forward, because they're the perfect example of Mullen 2.0. Right there yeah. is absolutely zero reason why Norvell in his what third year? This is his third year. He just finished third year, had a 10 win season. Yep. you know they had a really good team. He can't get a top 10 class. Mm-hmm. And of course, right there should be like Mario Cristobal. I get it, nil whatever, but after one year, put a horrible product out there.
1: Yeah,
0: Miami hasn't been relevant way further than FSU and he gets better recruits. That is a glaring sign, right? That something's yeah. up. And which is the same thing that Mullen was doing, right? He was doing well, doing well and I mean he bare, he got top 10, really right at 10 or 12 or or any of that, right? And right. you're not seeing that with Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. They're they're always up there and you have I think the data shows you have to build with the high school kids, and really, you gotta like land a top twenty-five kid in the in in the nation, yeah. right? Yeah. Those are the difference makers and the people who are going to be drafted in the NFL, right? After that, you can argue that number fifty and number one fifty is that is that a big difference? Okay, you know, there's there's many different things that don't pan out, but right. The top twenty-five, those are the guys. For for the most part, so I I don't I'm maybe it's my Gator that I don't like the FSU, but I think FSU is going to be great next year. I mean, they have Jordan Travis coming back. They yeah. They right now they got to be favored to beat us, and I would say they would beat oh, us. Of course. Um, next year until I see something different, but the long term sustainment I don't see there, and I'm almost at this point thinking give Napier four to five years to see and build the program, right? Because of this NIL and all this other stuff that's going on, put some structure. I'm not saying he's going to be the guy, but at least give him four or five years and then say, all right, well, maybe we get somebody. He, he's probably going to put a system in place that somebody else can come in and, you know, wreck havoc. I, with it. Yeah,
1: I mean I I listen, to be clear, I'm not saying I'm ready to give up on him, and I'm not saying he's not the guy either. But I I've from what I've seen it hasn't been some stellar start. And I think you you got to give him two no questions asked. R- realistically, you got to give him three to get a, a good feel. I wouldn't go beyond three though. I mean, if you're just seeing a lot of the same, if we don't win more than 9 games, in the first three years, and these are the best recruiting classes we get. I think you move on. I, it sounds ridiculous, but that's that's as good as it's going to get. I think you need a top like three class, or you need to win the SEC. You need to make a play. You need to do something in those first three years to really show that you're making progress.
0: You got to win in one of the one of the two battlefields, right? W- which is either recruiting or on the field.
1: Correct. Exactly.
0: But I I got you on that. Which is, I mean, that's what happened with Mike White in basketball, right? He yeah. He had a little success on the court. Then when he wasn't anymore, they're like, well, he's having success on the recruiting trail. Yeah. And then when both fail. Yep. You go there. So fair yeah. enough. All right, enough about our Gators. That was good talk. I think we got a lot off our chest
1: there. A lot off our chest. Alright. We're <laughs> back. America, Kyle. it, it is America. Man. That... We
0: forgot to talk about the World Cup. And so but Oh my
1: God. We haven't talked it about it. It was a that phenomenal
0: way. World Cup though.
1: It really was.
0: Even though America did not Well, they got out. They got out of the their group. They
1: got out of the group stage. That I mean, that was pretty much what we expected, you know? Yeah. Good with that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect them to do much better. They advanced. We got a long way to go from program. Now we have super issues with the Coach and Raina. I don't know if you've kept up with all of it, but man, that is like a soap opera train wreck.
0: Yeah, I haven't kept up with it, but we'll um, we'll have to circle back on that. Yeah. Now I want to talk about American
1: football. Let's do Cause it. Because
0: we're, we're living in America.
1: We are living in America.
0: <laughs> um. So the NFL playoffs are starting this weekend. Yeah. Pretty cool. We we got a good time. College football is ending and now we got NFL playoffs. They're all set. Um
1: Your Jags, man.
0: Our Jags. You know, right now the AFC looks like a three team race um with the Chiefs, Bills and or Bengals. Yeah. Um, NFC kind of wide open. Right? I mean, the v- Eagles have the best record, but Jalen Hurts is just coming
1: back from being hurt. I'm not buying the Eagles. I'm okay. not in.
0: What about um so from top seeds, you got the Eagles and then the other best record, the next two best records are the Vikings. Your
1: Vikings. My Vikings, Vic, baby.
0: Or the 49ers.
1: Yeah, the 49ers have looked I I think you could make the argument they look like the best team in the league, which is crazy because they're on their third-string quarterback. Brock Purdy. uh, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft. Yeah. A rookie. There's so many different storylines there. They started Trey Lance. They went away from Garoppolo. He gets hurt at the beginning of the year. Then they move on to Garoppolo. Plays pretty well. And he's hurt. Now you're on to Brock Purdy. It's crazy, and they're still just dominating everybody. I think they have to be the favorite in the NFC.
0: I would think so. Depends how good the Eagles, though. How? I mean, the Eagles are still good. They have a really good defense. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So you're not buying your Vikings, Giants, Cowboys,
1: so do you know? So the Vikings finished... Okay, so my preseason picks were the Vikings and the Bills, right? Mhm. The Bills to win. <coughs> the Vikings finished with a 13 and 4 record. Do you know they had a negative point differential? Wow. They gave up more points. They gave up more points than they scored. They had a negative point differential and they were 13 and 4. That's pretty hard to do.
0: I don't know. I mean, I'd really have to see the numbers there
1: to see That just means Understand it. So they they were like something like 11-0 and 0 in games within one possession or something. Uh, so excited. basically the games they lost, they were getting just smoked, and then all their wins were really close games.
0: Yeah, so that means they were really lucky.
1: You could say that, or they play really well under pressure would be the other argument.
0: I like the lucky. <laughs> so let's do a couple picks here. All right, I'm going to start the NFC. Let's do it. For Wild Coward Weekend. Um Bucks Cowboys in Tampa. Yeah. Who do you like?
1: Bucks. Ooh. It's at home for the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. And the Cowboys are just gonna do the Cowboy thing.
0: Brady's first ever um season to go under five hundred.
1: Correct. But
0: since he's never had a losing record in high school. College or in the pros till this year.
1: That is pretty wild, and he's 83 years old, so that's even harder to fathom. Yeah, that is that's crazy. That's a wild stat. And do you know that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season?
0: Really? So they
1: won on Sunday, and he's been with the Steelers for 15 years. I, mean, I I don't know. He's been there forever. He has never had a losing season. That's pretty impressive too. It must be nice. But anyway, so I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. What right. you got?
0: Um, I think I got to go Brady, but I'll say the Bucks surprise, put Bra- Brady's had a lot of bad things happen recently. Had a tough year. And th- the Bucks really have not looked good at all. No. I mean, my heart says this is, what they're going to turn it
1: around and, and. Uh, what better time than right now? New year. New I'll buffs. pick the Cowboys. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, Vikings,
1: Giants. Uh, I'm going to stick with my Vikes. I'm going to ride strong with them. They're playing at home. The Giants started off this season real strong. Then they played decent down the stretch, but let's go Vikings.
0: I want to pick the Giants. They rested everybody last game, you know, regular mm, season, but game. <clears throat> With what you just said, Vikings in a close
1: game. Oh, okay. Close okay.
0: game. All right. And then the last NFC one, which I think is the first game of the on Saturday, might be, um, Seahawks at the Niners.
1: Niners by a million.
0: Wow. Niners are favored by like 14 or
1: 15. If they were favored by 20, I'd take them.
0: Wow. I mean, I don't blame you, but man. Division rival, Geno.
1: Get out of here, Geno. It was a good Cinderella story run. Time for it to end.
0: I mean, how good does Pete Carroll look right now? Getting rid of, saying screw you, Russell Wilson. Don't need you. Everybody yeah. thinks like they're gonna tank. Yeah. For a quarterback, and he gets them to the
1: playoffs. I I will say I am happy for Seattle. I'm happy for Pete Carroll. I like Seattle. Um, I I'm very happy they had such a successful year. And I I like Russell Wilson. I don't dislike him, but he, he needed that. He needed a bad year the high knees on the airplane he's unlimited god he's unlimited just, what, what you know what he's like, he's like tom cruise doing the whole scientology thing they're like going off the deep end or something man they rein it in
0: there's some wild but, stories too i mean you know yeah. like the none, none of the players have his number like you have to use his assist to call like a service or his assistant
1: no you don't
0: yes he says like if you want to get a hold of me call these um, this number here, and it's like See, a that personal assistant.
1: Him. The poop thing. What was the poop thing? He he only poops once a week, right? <laughs> I didn't hear that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's training his body to like only poop once a week, so his extra padding when he plays. That's a real story. Oh, my God. He he's gonna he's so efficient with what he eats that he only poops once a week. I swear to you. <laughs> dude he's i'm telling you. i mean some of these things. stories you
0: can't make up right like no. why would they make up the you have to call a service if you want to talk with them or the poop poofs that makes like me a high
1: knee. that makes me automatically hate you the service thing like screw you man no i'm glad you had a bad year russell wilson yeah I you mean, know what go seahawks i want the seahawks to win
0: let's ride
1: <laughs> let's, let's ride with them
0: okay all right, so let's switch. So we've got on the NFC, first weekend, mm-hmm. right? You're going with, I think we're both on the Niners. We're both on the Vikings, although I'm on the Vikings' close game. Okay. And do you think it's a blowout, Vikings versus the
1: Giants? No, 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 no. It's got to be close. Okay.
0: And then you're on the Bucks
1: at home. Brady. I'm taking riding all with Brady. home teams. I'm riding with all home teams. All
0: home teams on in the, the NFC. Yeah. All right. So let's go to AFC. We're going to go with the Bills versus Dolphins. Home team is the Bills. I don't know who is going to be the quarterback for the Dolphins. I don't know if it's Tua, Skyler Thompson, Jacoby Brissett. Or no, it's not Jacoby Brissett. It's um, uh,
1: Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater. I don't care if Joe Montana comes back and plays. Buffalo Bills are gonna win by thirty. This is just like the Niners game. You don't think I mean there's been a
0: lot going on with the Bills emotionally, you know, although that was great with the whole Hamlin is thing. Is that a,
1: the hospital uh, now? No, man, I think they're they're on a mission now. Like it is now their mission.
0: You think that last game they beat the Patriots, they got out of their system and now yeah. they're locked in, the yeah. bar's out.
1: I, I think last week was a total emotional roller coaster for them. And now he's out of the hospital. They have the first game under their belt. They're in the playoffs. I think it's like that's they can take a sigh of relief. It's all behind them, and they'll be locked in.
0: Okay. All right. So let's go. The next game is Bengals against the Ravens, who just played. Mm hmm. Um, this last week. Although, I think Lamar Jackson is supposed to be back, which I
1: feel like he gets injured every year. He's a running quarterback that's not big. That's that's my whole thing with these mobile quarterbacks. Mobile. In theory, it's great. I just don't think long-term it's a good solution. Yeah, it also
0: feels like Justin Fields, right? Like he Mm -hmm. got hurt. I mean, he was doing great, but then towards the end, I'm like, He's not playing? Oh, he's playing this game. He's not. Like, you never
1: know. Dude, 17 games is a lot. And to play how they play, you're going to get hit. It's hard to sustain. I'm surprised Josh Allen has sustained as long as he. And I know he's huge. But, man, he runs a ton. Yeah. He carries the offense.
0: He does. But back to the Bengals-Ravens. Who, do you, who are you picking?
1: I got to go Bengals.
0: Money Joe, Joe Cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Bengals on that one. And then the last one, Kyle, a rematch they played earlier. Mm -hmm. Chargers at Jags.
1: I'm sorry, Jags Jags fans. fans, I got to take the Chargers. And here's why. Tell me. Break it down to me. Simple, simple terms. Jags have been playing good second half of the season. They're hot. Hot. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor on Lawrence, fire. One of the hottest quarterbacks in town. Sunshine, yeah. long hair. They're, they're playing great. They're looking good. They've got a lot of momentum. But the Chargers have put in their time. You know, Herbert and Staley, they've, what is it, three years together now. They've, they've put in their time. They've been super close to the playoffs. They know how to win. They're finally there. I just feel like they've earned it. And by earned it, I mean they have a lot of like experience under their belt together. They've played big games, even though they haven't made the playoffs. I think the Jags, it's all new to them. It's going to be a lot. The Chargers are going to win. Jags haven't earned it yet. They need one more year, maybe next year with Trevor Lawrence. like Follow the same path that Herbert did.
0: I'm trying to see if... Um how many seasons has Herbert played?
1: I think it's three. I think he's in his third year. Cause he was he came out with um wasn't he with Tua that same year? Right? Yeah.
0: Twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. He came out in twenty twenty. So, you are correct.
1: Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Like I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to follow kind of that model, right? First year, rough year, bad coach. Urban. Oh, man. Uh, that's a mess. And then, <laughs> you know, they finally get a... I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. I mean, turn them around unbelievably. So one year of experience under their belt. Next year, they'll look strong. Yeah,
0: I think i got to go Chargers here, revenge game. Um, but the Jack, the Chargers had some injuries.
1: Um, they, they have. Um, I think Mike Williams Mike is hurt. Mike Williams is hurt. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe some a defensive guy or something that's important.
1: I think Bosa's back, right?
0: He could be. So some of the injuries scare me, sure. right? But at at this point right now, Herbert is a better quarterback than oh, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence can't be or won't be a better quarterback. Right. I think he could. I mean, or just as good. But in a tight game, I mean, that Titans game um, to go in the playoff was pretty ugly. Very. Right. And if it wasn't... You're telling me and I'm saying Josh Dobbs, who started one game before on the Titans, was li- he's their third string quarterback for the Titans. I think what's playing a really good game. Yeah. quarterback quarterback wise. And it was just the one fumble, pick six, whatever um mm. scoop and score that you could have argued wasn't really one. Right. Um that was the only difference in the game. So yeah. do I think that Justin Herbert is better than Josh Dobbs? Yes. So, like, I, I guess, is the defense going to play better or not? I don't know. If you, if they give that same kind of effort, which seemed they were playing hard and, and doing well, if they give that same kind of effort, I'm going to take the Charger, Chargers because they have a better quarterback who's probably not going to make those mistakes.
1: Yeah, and don't forget that the Jags are playing in a absolutely awful division, uh, arguably the worst division in football. I mean, well, it, it is the worst division in football. Uh, you can make an argument. The NFC South is pretty bad, too, but I think they're better than the AFC South. Um, you know, when six of your games are against Tennessee, who, you, to your point, is playing third string quarterbacks and they're barely beaten, Indianapolis, who won four games, and Houston, who won three games. I mean, okay, you they racked up four division wins, right there for their nine wins. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the the Chargers are playing against the Chiefs twice. I mean, the Raiders are still better than Indy, Houston. In you can laugh all you want about Denver and Russell Wilson, but I mean, they still ended up with more wins than Indianapolis and Houston. So my point is, I just feel like the Chargers have played much better competition. They're more experienced with this group of players. Injuries aside, you know, I think they're the better team.
0: Yeah, and just like you said, just looking at the schedule and who the Jags have beat, right? Titans, Texans, Jets, Cowboys in overtime, um, and the Titans. They got destroyed by the Lions. They lost to the Chiefs by 10, which is, I guess, okay. Um, they lost to the Broncos in England. Yeah. Um, they lost to the Giants. they lost to the Colts. They've lost to the Texans this year. Like I-, I don't know. their schedule doesn't seem that that tough and as close games as they've had, it's just
1: Sorry, Jags. Yeah, sorry man. I just think the music stops.
0: The day the music died.
1: Yeah, that's all we got.
0: All right, well, we won't do any more picks from there, but I think you're still going to ride with your uh, pre, pre-picks for the Super Bowl, right? Vikings-Bills.
1: Last-minute run. As, as of as of this moment, yes. Yes, I, I'm sticking with them.
0: With a 49ers-Bills maybe in second. <laughs>
1: You know what? I'm going to stay strong. I'm going to go Vikings and Bills. Money Kirk, the chain. I Listen, man, he's going to make a lot of money this year. When Justin got, Jefferson. To the Super Bowl. That's right. Jefferson's insane. He's the, fun to watch. The Vikings beat the Bills, didn't they? Yeah, oh, I, I can't remember. So. That,
0: that was a crazy game. Yeah, that was crazy.
1: Game. Yep. All right. Repeat. They
0: can do it. A little lightning round for you. Mm. Is this uh, the Gorillas?
1: It is. Featuring Thundercat, if you must know. Ooh. But yes, it is the Gorillas. Love it. They're good stuff. You know what I don't love? This national championship game.
0: No, it is blowout city, snooze time, put in the scrubs.
1: Yeah, get them out of here. Yeah. Get them out.
0: All right, so let's do some lightning rounds, wrap up. Um, Why don't you go first, Kyle?
1: Well, my first question is going to revolve around golf. we got to throw in a little bit of golf. We do. Uh, Tournament of Champions, or whatever it's called, the first tournament out in Hawaii. It's not our unofficial start of the golf year, so we're starting a little bit early, but did you watch it at all? No. Oh, man. It's a fun one to watch. Visually, it's extremely appealing out in Hawaii. Makes me want to go to Hawaii. But I like how you say Hawaii. 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 Hawaii.
0: No, you, you weren't saying it like that. It was just you had a yeah. oh. it was very
1: Apologies. Feng shui. I well no, it you was know, good. Me, me and the Hawaiians really, you know, we're tight, so have I, you I, ever I, been to Hawaii? I've not. Have you? No, let's take the podcast. Let's go. go. <laughs> All right. The Hawaii Bowl. Sponsored oh, by JK Sports Podcast. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be a good time of year to go, right? Yeah, I'm in mean, December before Christmas, after Christmas. I don't know, doesn't matter. All right, anyway, anyway, sorry. Um, Col- Champions. Colin Morikawa, seven shot lead going into Sunday, seven shot lead on Sunday. He blows it to John Rahm, blows it seven, seven shot lead. My question to you is wow. if you're Colin Morikawa. Does that trigger some sort of, like, anxiety now moving forward? Like, is he going to have issues from this? Because he, if you remember, didn't he? Or no, that was Scotty Scheffler who lost to Rory in the Tour Championship, right? Yeah. Colin Moore, blew another lead somewhere along the lines last year. But, but he's already won a major, though. Two. He's yeah. won two majors. Um, but when something like... Like, it's one thing, you know... Pros are going to lose on Sundays. That's just that. That's the nature of the beast. That happens. But a seven-shot lead, does that stay with you? And he lost by two. Yes, <laughs> it, and it wasn't the last <laughs> hole that he lost on. I mean, he had lost it on like by a whole fifteen or sixteen. It was crazy. It was over. Um, I I don't know. Does that it affect take him? a
0: while, right? I mean, a lot of these guys have sports psychologists and yeah, uh, mental mental health coaches. For all this stuff. But, yeah, that, that would stick with me. it mm, be tough. It sticks with me if I have, like, if that happens when we're playing <laughs> once and then, like, you do it again. Yeah. And then you push, right, when you're yeah. playing.
1: Yeah. Tough um, to shake.
0: Wolf or something. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be a mental head case. Would, would you?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I think, you know, we play uh, socially. I would, I don't know how else to describe it. We yeah. don't play a ton. But we all have those holes that just stick with you, and you remember the bad shots you hit on certain holes from two years ago, right? And it just stays with you, and then that hole just owns you, and it's in your dome forever. So, yeah, I mean, I would think so.
0: Yeah. I think it takes some work to subconsciously not be there. I think consciously you can get it out and just go, hey, let's go play, let's go rip it. But as soon as it happens again, subconsciously, you're still not all the way in. Yeah. And, and forgotten. And it takes a little while to, for it to do that. Which sucks, because you just have to put yourself in like that scenario a hundred times again until
1: you paint a new picture. Do you know what would make me feel better, though? If I'm Colin Morikawa? If you get $1.5 million. The fact that he won $1.5 million still. I would get over it pretty quickly.
0: So that... Seven strokes cost
1: him $1.2 million. $1.2 million. Yeah, then you go and think about that. Ooh, that's tough. But at least it
0: was the Kapalua Resort in Hawaii. Yeah. And not, like, for a major. That's when it, that would get to you. For right? sure. Because you still have, like, hey, there's still bigger tournaments ahead. I'll learn from this. You can psych yourself up. right. Right, And if you perform well in those big things, then you really put it past you. But yeah. if it happens like Greg Norman style or Phil... I was just going to say,
1: that's Greg Norman blowing a six-stroke lead at the <clears throat> Masters.
0: Or Phil, right? Oh, Any of God. those. Yeah. Um, team Live, if that happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sticks.
0: All right, I have a golf question for you as well. I
1: love it.
0: Um, this is pertaining to... Because the next big golf thing is going to be... Augusta, right? we got the majors coming up. Um, would you rather... Here's an interesting question I saw online. Would you rather get to play Augusta once, right? Like, you get to play Augusta, yourself, your, your Dreamforce, and whoever. Just one time, and that's it. Or, you get lifetime tickets to Saturday and Sunday... Of the Masters, but you never get to play it. You will never play Augusta, but you will go every Saturday and Sunday. You ha- will have tickets Saturday and Sunday oh, to the Masters.
1: And and I'm assuming if you play, you never get to go back. Is that the deal? Yeah. I think I'd have to take playing it. Really. I do, because you can still watch it. Okay. Right. If if you if you get to go every year, you never ever get to play it.
0: You. I, I think I would take the play. The story of saying Because I
1: played there. How, you know people who have gone to Augusta. Yeah. Do you know anybody who's played Augusta? That's a pretty Fair exclusive enough. club. Yeah. I, I would say play.
0: Yeah, it's a good point that you can watch it. I like that. That's that's good. My first thought was going to the Masters each year because how cool would that be to just booked every single April? You're like, hey, oh, don't
1: go be wrong. to this, be amazing, yeah, right, like, yeah.
0: Oh man, Saturday, Sunday, it'd be a. Ho- I mean, it'd be a holiday for me. Like every Monday, of of, of the Masters, I would never work.
1: Right. No
0: kind of of thing you take your family you could take your family take friends take clients take whoever right right rotate it each year you're like who wants to come this year yeah yeah treat it like a member guest or whatever rotate how much
1: are you willing to pay me yeah
0: exactly (laughs) right you can You imagine the favors that you could do right right say hey will you do this for me i'll get you tickets to augusta
1: right okay
0: right i mean you could probably get a lot of done in your house
1: that's true. The the people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I like <laughs> um,
0: it. So I was kind of leaning towards that, but you do bring up some some solid points of how many, you know, not a lot of people get to play it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty exclusive club. I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, that type of memory, I mean, I don't, it, it just kind of makes it special too. Like if you go back every year, Again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a terrible thing. But, God, that'd be awesome. I'm going to take play. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Because
0: then, too, at the end of the year, like, is it just your lifetime that you get the tickets? And not, right? Because being sentimental, you could take your family, right? Take your kids, right? Say you take your kids, and they remember. It's like, hey, this is what Dad and I did, and we do this stuff. But then when you're gone, they're like, oh, I can't ever go there because the tickets expired. And yeah. so
1: then like that no, if my kids want to do something sentimental, we'll go to the trampoline park every Sunday or something, you know, <laughs> go for ice cream. Come okay. Won't be absurd. Yeah. I like it. I like it. one? Right, so, next question, Reggie Bush inducted into the college football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Reggie Bush had his Heisman trophy taken away. Right, (coughs) for taking nil payments, taking nil payments, right? So, at this point, with everything going on, I well, it's twofold question. Number one, do you feel Reggie Bush should get his Heisman Trophy back?
0: Uh, yes, I do.
1: And number two, any player who's had stuff taken away from them, whether it be awards or records or whatever it be, for previously taking Benefits they shouldn't have. Do you feel that should all be reinstated back to them?
0: Ooh, reinstated meaning like really I mean, more not the awards. Really more awards the money. I'm records. gonna say no. No, no, no,
1: not not my. I, I mean, but I guess the more records, awards than records,
0: like yeah, I guess because like some of the record bricks will say, hey, this team never won anything, right? Correct. Or, um, I don't know. I think they didn't they take the um, USC championship away.
1: Yeah, or or some, yeah, I don't know what they did
0: there. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with putting back the records, because really that, it is what it is, right? Like, that had no impact on the on the play on the field or, right. or any of that stuff. So, yes, I would say, um, I'd say so for that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't really care about that stuff. I mean, I, it actually happened on the field. It's more of a fact than uh, UCF winning a national championship. So and they hang banners up, and that never even happened. So yeah, I think I think they should. Um, and yeah, give Reggie Bush back his trophy, man. He was the greatest college football player I have ever seen. He and Tebow, the two of them, in my lifetime, he was the most dynamic.
0: Timmy T got inducted into the hall of fame as well.
1: He did. Tommy he did. Turbo. Tommy Turbo. Overdue. I'm proud of you, kid.
0: Have you ever given Tommy Turbo a high five? Did you ever see anything oh, yeah. in college or high five?
1: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. We, I mean, he wasn't somebody that where I was hanging out socially, he would be hanging out socially. Yeah. But yes, I did. I, I know I ran into him at least once at a party, but I mean, again, I don't think he was necessarily on the same level I was, and I'm not meaning that in a, negative way to him, more to me. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah,
0: all right. Last question. Men's basketball is underway. We're about to turn, at least for me, a lot more focus on men's basketball here. Yeah. Now that football yeah. is, college football is done, um, NFL and so forth, right? Right. So I'm going to look at the rankings. Mm-hmm. By Slamma Jama Houston yep. is number one. Yep. Kansas, Purdue, Alabama, Tennessee, five, and UConn. Who do you like right now? Would you take Houston or the field?
1: The field, and not even close. Not even close. I, I think you see year after year after year in college basketball, the schools that play in the weaker conferences... You know, they'll have a great record. They'll do well at the beginning of the tournament because they're not playing great teams. But then at the end, they just they can't sustain. They're not used to playing that level of teams over and over again. So Kansas has to be the <coughs> favorite in my mind. Alabama and Tennessee have to be up there. The SEC is really, really strong. You With Kentucky team, being bad. You, Kentucky's not even, yeah, they're not ranked. I mean, they're not great. SEC is strong this year, so uh, I would put Kansas as my number one. Um, God, it pains me to say it, but man, Alabama looks good. They Uh, do. UConn looks good, man. UConn is a damn good team.
0: Yeah, they looked really good against Florida, and I don't know. At first, I didn't know how much that was UConn or Florida being so bad. Right. Um, but they do look good. It was kind of weird last week. Um, I think it was Thursday or something. A lot of the top five teams played, like Purdue played Ohio State, UConn played. And, like, they all lost.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which was kind of strange. So everybody has one loss. Um, I think even Alabama has a weird loss to – Yeah.
1: Um, that's college basketball, though. Everybody's going to have a of loss. Thing. So kinda...
0: Everybody's out there. I think those top – from what I've seen, which hasn't been a lot – this top six teams: Houston, Kansas, Purdue, Alabama, Tennessee, UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of those. Yeah. yeah. Which is dumb to say, right? Like the one or two
1: seats. Yep. It
0: would be, but any of them, I would not be surprised.
1: And we'll get into this at a later podcast, but you're give me a 15 second thought on the state of UF basketball program right now.
0: Garbage. I, well, identity its the same thing as Mike white. I don't know what we're running on offense or what the game play. I thought he was an analytics guy. I thought he was I, I don't I don't know what what our plan is or identity is, and that's probably the most frustrating thing because that's what I didn't know with Mike White either after five years,
1: yeah,
0: or six years, however much had. Yeah. like. Why can't we have something like – if you're going to be an analytics guy or, some or you know, smart guy, whatever, give me a Nate Oates at Alabama, right? Like, his you know his style. He goes, we're going to spread you out. We're going to shoot, like, 33s a game. Mm. I don't care about rebounds. Just keep shooting shots, and we're going to go. Some days we're going to lose because we're not going to make them, but I'm going to have a bunch of shooters, and we're going to take a lot of threes, right? Yeah. And it's going to be quick. Offense, up tempo that's their identity, and that's who he goes after.
1: Mm.
0: What is ours? I, yeah. I, I don't know. Sometimes we don't even shoot. We don't want to shoot any threes. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it's, it's frustrating. I agree. For a team with so many good athletes, the lack of productivity on the offensive end is just astonishing.
0: But how about that win against uh, Mike White?
1: Yeah, it's always good to beat. Georgia number one. Uh, when Mike White's the coach on the other side, it makes it even better. I was a little nervous at the beginning. Got off to a pretty poor start, but we locked it up.
0: Yeah, they went eight minutes without um, scoring, and that's when I thought, um, you know, we weren't going to win that game. But in typical Mike White fashion, that Georgia fans, that is what you will have in Mike White. You have a yeah. great win against Auburn. Yep. You beat them. You only have like two or three losses. You're going to go against a Florida team that's not good. Another team, you should be able to beat them. Yep. And you come out strong, and then you, you just dog poo on over the bed. yourself.
1: Yep. No, that's, that's how it works. No, get used to it, Georgia fans. You're going to get a lot more of that.
0: Absolutely. All right. So I think that's all the time we got for uh, this episode.
1: Check us out. We'll be back again soon. we got a lot more to digest and discuss. Yeah, we did.